If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First of all, it's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Episode 11 of the Faith on Fire podcast, The Future of Work. You are now listening to the Faith on Fire podcast, a pod for financial literacy, coaching, and real-life examples on how to transform your finances. I'm your host, Simone Brumel. Follow me on my path to financial freedom, and I'll give you tips on how to start and continue yours. Money is a tool, so learn how to use it wisely. Hey listeners, welcome to the Faith on Fire podcast. Thank you for tuning in, whether it's your first time listening or you've been with us from the beginning. I truly appreciate everyone who clicks play. Today I have a solo episode, so no guests today, but I have some really special people lined up for the rest of the summer and I'm excited to share that with you. Today I'll be talking about the future of work. Now, we're in month five or six, depending on how you count it, of quarantine. And one thing is for sure is the labor market has been completely shaken up by this pandemic, among other things, right? Our our way of living will probably not go back to what we're used to. And if you had financial goals or plans for advancing your career, you may be reassessing that at this time and trying to figure out what what does work look like for me? What is What will that be in the future? So I wanted to take some time today to talk about how we should be thinking about work and, and career and what that means going forward and, and some practical things to look at when you're when you're making decisions your career or job depending how you you look at it is a very important part of having income again not everybody is an entrepreneur and even then right you still have to think about what does work and and labor look like going forward if we even think more long term you know there are students in high school and college right now who are trying to enter the the workforce in maybe this year or the next one to five years. And if you have a high school or college student, you know, how do you counsel them? How do you give them advice on what their career path should be? And choosing a career in college, that could be a whole topic on its own, but the topics I'll be talking about today still have application. If whether you're a college student, high school student, or 
you've been working for years and trying to figure out what to do next. So, so I hope the things I talk about today help you whatever situation you're in. So since we've been in this pandemic, the unemployment rate has just continued to rise. I think the last time I checked, it was about 11% U.S. unemployment. And everything about COVID-19 has shifted how we live and interact. The jobs we once thought were secure may not look as secure as they once were. And if I had to put a word on 2020, there probably are a few, but at the top of the list, if we were to do a word cloud, it'd probably be unprecedented. There's no set playbook for choosing a career anymore. There really wasn't a playbook before. And even more so now you, you have to really think about how you decide what your career path is. And the first thing, at least for me, in deciding what to do and and making plans or trying to decide a career path, it has to start with a time of stillness and seeking God for what's next. If nothing else, this pandemic has been a reset for me and probably for a lot of other people, really analyzing what you're doing and what it is that God's calling you to do. Um, For anyone who claims to be a believer or looks to God for direction, this is the time to be still and and seek God's direction. If we truly believe he has a purpose for us and wants to be included in our lives and wants to see the best for us, then even more so that should apply to what we do for a living. Some of us have been in jobs or positions or doing work that it's probably time to move on from. And it really starts with you having a relationship with God and a personal relationship where you can start to ask and seek his direction for for what's the next step in your life. And that goes for parents with children who are in that college age, right? This is the time to start having that conversation. If you're not teaching them to ask God for direction in their career path, you're setting, you're not giving them the skills they need to be successful in the future. The conversations around what to do for school and and planning for college, if it only focuses on the name of the school and where it is and what majors or programs they have there, you're missing an opportunity to teach them to trust God for everything. I know from my personal experience when trying to decide on a major, a college, all of those things, I was very organized and had my lists and, you know, every place I wanted to go. But I distinctly remember the conversations with my my mom around praying and asking God to make sure I'm at the right place, both in my major and my school. And I truly believe that that's the cornerstone as to why I am where I am today. So if you're in the position now and you're trying to figure out what to do next, I really, really strongly encourage you to start from a place of faith. A lot of times believers separate their career from their calling and think that God only wants you to use your gifts and your talents 
inside the church building or church context. And if nothing else, we've seen that those church walls are, are not what the church is. The gifts we have extend beyond that. And the church is the body. So whatever gifts he has enabled you with, he wants you to be that person, to use them and be successful in every way. And once you have that clarity on what you should do, then you can start to think about how to get there and what steps to take. And it may be a journey. It may require a few different steps to get to the ultimate place. And it may not just be a one-stop career path. A lot of times your career has ups and downs, but if you always keep the idea of God's purpose for your life as your North star, you'll never go wrong. So for me, the, the first step in deciding what the future of work looks like is to determine what or why before I look into the how. Okay, so for some people, the future of work may just be upskilling or reskilling in their current field. You may use this time or this kind of break or downturn, whatever it is for you, to pivot within your current job. Maybe it's time for you to take the next step to get a promotion or become get to the next level in your respective field, moving from maybe a teacher to an administrator or from into a more management position and you need some type of upskilling. Maybe that's what you need to focus on within your field, right? You're comfortable with the work you do and, and believe that you're called for it, but now's the time to get better. And that could mean college. It could mean taking courses or getting certified but I do encourage you whatever training you you pursue that you count the cost and you're not just going to get a degree for the name brand effect of it or just for what it does for you on paper I think we really have to be more strategic about our certifications and our degrees and what we're spending money on education wise because there's so many different avenues now that we don't need to default to that degree especially with the cost of it right the the student loan crisis alone in this country is one of the biggest hurdles to financial independence and I wouldn't encourage anyone just to get a degree for the sake of it you really have to do the research to understand the income potential of upskilling or reskilling in your current field because sometimes it's not worth it and there's other ways and or other avenues rather to upskill and get the learning that you need now obviously there's certain professions or jobs where you just have to get the degree or the certification and for those it makes sense when you look at the income potential for getting those things but I strongly encourage people to be more strategic about making those decisions as it relates to, to upskilling 
in your current field, especially in this day and age. And specifically as it relates to colleges and universities, I saw a article recently about the tuition for one of the Ivy League schools, considering it would still be online classes and it was absolutely the confirmation you need that some of these degrees are in name only. So if you are gonna upscale or train yourself in your current fields, make sure it's an actual investment in you and you have skills that you can take with you afterward. Because again, the way we do work is changing quickly. And there are some in-demand skills that can take you to the next level in your career that you can upskill in without going to college. A lot of places are offering online courses for coding or learning photography, whatever it is, you can probably find an online course for free or fairly affordable to help you understand a new skill or teach you a new skill from the start. Whatever you're doing to upskill, you want to make sure that you're thinking about the jobs that will be in demand and more critical than others. You don't want to find yourself in a situation where the next economic downturn, the next economic downturn, you're trying to figure out what to do next. Try to future proof or pandemic proof whatever it is you look to do next. And that goes for, again, parents with high school students or kids in college. Make sure you're talking to them about what degrees they're pursuing right now, because if it's not granting them the skills they need to be agile workers and able to maneuver in a disruptive economy, you're setting them up to endure a very bumpy career path. And when I talk about this disruptive economy, I'm really talking about what some people are calling the next industrial revolution. There's this really great documentary. I think it was done by Vice or it was a Vice special um, called The Future of Work. And it covers the transformation of our workforce and how automation and artificial intelligence is impacting that. For anyone who is a supporter of Andrew Yang, or if you are Yang Gang, you understand or you should have an understanding of what this relates to, as this was a big part of his universal basic income platform, in that a lot of the work that's done in our economy today and what it's trending towards is automation, data, and less reliance on human interaction and human input. The labor force in and of itself is work paid to individuals for their time and effort. And what this next industrial revolution is doing is removing the need for human time and effort. And even before COVID, we saw this transformation of work happening where people were re being replaced with things that could be automated and taken care of through a bot or some type of artificial intelligence. And that is not slowing down. I know a lot of times we very frequently people like to point to like cold workers and a lot of the older industry. If you think about 
the first industrial revolution, right, where factories and these things came in and replaced agricultural and, and farm work, that's starting to happen again in different ways. And if you're not aware or understanding of what that means, you're going to be behind the curve because most, if not all of the careers and professions in our modern day are impacted by automation. And what I would encourage people to do, just understand what that means, right? If this is your first time hearing automation, future of work, next industrial revolution, educate yourself in that documentary I referenced before is a great starting point. It's easy to watch and gives a great overview for if it's your first time hearing about anything related to automation. I'll also include it in the show notes um, where you can find it. I'm pretty sure it's on YouTube by now as well. I say all that to say technology is the major disruptor for the labor force and how we work in the future. And that's not only automations, but it's also the internet. And I think because that's something more at our fingertips, we're, you know, more aware of social media, different selling platforms, how you can use the internet to market and network. It's an easier gateway into understanding different options of work. So between automation and the opportunities available through the internet, I really encourage people to think outside the box on what work will look like for you. Because what we're facing now is going to be different than how we've done things before, whether that's teaching, journalism, writing, even the essential work of nursing and medicine are greatly impacted by these factors. I say all that to say, whether automations or the internet, you want to make sure you have an understanding of how it impacts your career path. Because even though it's a disruptor, it also creates opportunity. Because now you can be on the technology side of whatever field you're passionate about. If you're a, a nurse or if you're in the medical field, for example, not only are you in high demand in this time as an essential worker, but you also have the opportunity to upskill and learn the technology side of your industry because with contact tracing and all of the things that will be needed for us to make it on the other side of COVID, it's going to be the technology and research that does it. And if you're able to have that special skill, you've created a new path for yourself in your career. Or if you're in an industry where you got laid off or they're really downsizing, you can reskill yourself in some of these technology areas to understand the internet better, understand social media marketing or the actual coding side of it and creating automations, etc., and create opportunities for yourself to have skills for the future.
the other thing to consider is that the way you do work might be different as well. The traditional way of working for a company, being um, employed or being an employee might become your secondary stream of income or not at all. What we're seeing is an increase in what's called the gig economy, meaning freelance or short-term work. And this isn't for everyone. And how you are a part of that, how you take on freelance work or short-term work can look very different. But again, we have to start reimagining what work looks like going forward because it may mean that you're self-employed or you're starting a business that you feel you're, you're called to do and you freelance on the side or you do short-term work on the side, something that's consistent or able to pay you while you're building a business and becoming an entrepreneur or in some combination with your business. Maybe you are doing consulting from your business and making money that way because a lot of a lot of companies are really focused on keeping expenses low and may not we may not see a increase in hiring in a lot of industries and if that's an industry where you feel called to you may have to start your own business while you hustle essentially on the side and and do short-term work while you're building your mainstream of income. And the thing to, one of the things to think about if you're going towards freelance work is identifying your skills and identifying what are premium skills in this economy, right? What we're going to see a lot of in a greater importance for is training in crisis response and healthcare of course it's going to stay at the top of the list um supply chain management a lot of the things that companies are struggling with now because of this because of the disruption of covid people want to prepare for the next time so if you can enhance your skills in these things or you already have them these are things you can use to get that freelance or short-term work because now you become a consultant in these areas another really big one we've seen is around diversity and inclusion because if the company did not have a dni officer or they weren't focused on it before they're probably scrambling now to put a plan in place and are looking for ways to partner or hire someone who has that expertise if you're if you've thought about upskilling or retraining you've researched what the effects of automation and technology are on your career or industry or if you've found a way to leverage your skills in the gig economy the last thing i want to talk about is springboard opportunities because of covid I'll talk specifically about one job that is very prevalent now, and that's contact tracing. And this is something we've never seen before, but 
there are skills that you can leverage from becoming a contact tracer that can springboard you into another opportunity down the road, right? The, the role calls for you to have good project management skills, to learn the technology related to how they're identifying people. You're going to learn, you're going to learn or be exposed to medical terms and medical technology that people probably haven't seen before because it's all new. Those are all skills and opportunities that can take you into something else. So the future of work for you may be taking a job out of this pandemic that will teach you new skills that can bring you into a tech company later or some medical office after you've been trained as a contact tracer, for example. There's a few other examples of things popping up now in this new world. But I think overall what I want people to take away is that we have to start thinking differently moving forward because work is not going to be the same. It was already transforming before COVID and it will continue to and is probably even more accelerated because of COVID. All right, I really hope that the discussion today was helpful for you. Really just covered some high level ideas of what the future of work really means and some things to consider. So I hope as you're, if you're in the position of trying to figure out what ne- what's to do next, something I said sparked an idea of what you can be thinking about. And as always to my believers, to people who name the name of Christ, if you're in this position and you haven't started by praying and seeking God for direction, I really plead with you to begin there and ask him to direct your path. So this would be the point where I recommend a book or area for you to to research. I definitely want to remind you again about the Future of Work documentary because I do think it gives a really good picture if you've never thought about it. But as far as books, I wanted to take this time to announce on my podcast the that I'm starting a book club. So if you're following me on social media, you may have seen me post about it. But in continuing the book discussions we've had on the podcast, I've decided to start a book club slash reading list where I'll be emailing you monthly recommendations and reviews on the books I'm reading. And this is to help you with your financial freedom journey and financial literacy to have it sent to your inbox books you should be checking out and I'm hoping to add more features to the the reading list and book club to make it more impactful for you so you can head to my website faith on fire llc find the link there to subscribe for the reading list if you follow me on social media you can also find links on all of my pages to sign up. I look forward to doing virtual discussions and just really cool things to enhance our financial literacy and help you along the way. 
If you haven't already, share this podcast with a friend. Make sure to like or follow depending where you're listening and leave comments. Let me hear your feedback if there's anything you want to talk about. If you have any suggestions, I may already have it planned to discuss, but you can leave comments on any one of my social media pages. I'm on Facebook and Instagram, Faith on Fire LLC, or on Twitter, SB Faith on Fire. Thank you again so much for listening. Until next time, God bless.